Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tent and Event Rental Industry Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Paul. I'm based out of Rochester, New York. And what I'd like to do is be a source of inspiration, have an opportunity to talk a little bit more and greater to the effect of small and medium-sized tent and event rental businesses, what we can do to help those individuals start as well as succeed. And on this particular podcast, I'd like to give you a little bit about my backstory, the companies that I've worked with, and some of the successes I've had and failures. Uh, I also want to let everyone know that this is not an endorsed podcast. I'm not really broadcasting this out there to everybody. If you happen to search for it, I'm so happy that you do and listen and please subscribe. I'm also looking for some feedback because podcasting is not something I've ever done before. So this is definitely a new venture and it's really just for me to do something that allows me to get some of my mental space uh, back for a lack of better words. So without further ado, what I wanted to start with is talking a little bit about me. So the reason I wanted to do this podcast is I'm uh, honestly kind of obsessed with the event rental industry, uh, particularly on the tent side. I really, really love what it can be, what it's, where it's going, and, and of course have had some really, really amazing experiences working in this field for such an extended period of time. I am not currently employed by any tent or any event or any hospitality industry, um, but <laughs> I'm doing this because I'm not. I have a full-time job. I work in the payroll human capital management field. So I definitely have some of that HR background, but I really started and, and still think often and very highly of the tent and event rental industry. My story goes back to when I was born, as a matter of fact. I was born in 1988 in Rochester, New York, and six months before my birth, my dad and my mom decided to start their own tent rental business. They didn't know it was going to be a tent rental business because it didn't start that way. They actually started in the space where they were renting out china and glassware because my dad saw that there was a serious need for individuals who were frequently having those parties that didn't have something to use. So based on a conversation he had with my extremely large family, he went out one day and decided to buy a bunch of additional china and glassware and brought that to one of our family parties. Keep in mind, my dad had nine brothers and sisters. My mom had seven brothers and sisters. So I really do have a very big family. And that's where everything started. My dad previously had worked in several different fields, uh, mostly in logistics and operations, but was also very uh, good at sales. And I think that's a big proponent of why he started to get into the event rental industry. Uh, so in 1988, he decided that he was going to do that. He started out of his garage, of course, where my parents still live. It's a very small garage. There's not a lot of space. And it was china and glassware. He had champagne flutes. He had forks. He had knives. He had you know plates and things of that nature. Uh, and of course, just kind of continued to do that and get his name out there, really just doing this with boots on the ground. He had a partner. That didn't work itself out. I don't know the true story behind that, but ultimately my dad bought out the partner and continued pushing the business. A few years later, he really started to have pretty good growth and decided that he was going to start to move into the table and chair space. He physically did not have that space, so he decided to rent out a 10 by 10 uh, right around the corner from where I currently live, as a matter of fact. And what he did there was bought some tables and chairs, moved his stuff there, and continued to operate out of the kitchen where he was washing everything in my house. And of course, using that other space for his tables and chairs. That ended up going from that one 10 by 10 unit to taking up, I think, 25 of those units, varying in size of 10 by 10, 10 by 20, and 20 by 20. So he really grew pretty rapidly. And again, it was really just that tables and chairs, linens, 
Uh, he moved very briefly into some helium and some balloons because, of course, he was a party rental. So there was a lot of folks that were calling for that helium and so on. And that's kind of where I start to get into the picture. Some of my very first memories as a child were going to that storage facility and basically running around the railroad tracks on the backside and getting stung by bees and jumping up and down on tables and, and really just remembering that my dad was always working. And It was one of those things where as a child, I was like, gosh, like I want to be around my dad. You know, a lot of a lot of people, their parents are, you know, heroes to them. They're inspirations to them. And I was really fortunate to have a person in my life like that. So here I am, a kid running around like a crazy man, jumping on tables and chairs, of course, getting yelled at. Like I said, getting stung by bees and, you know, trying to figure out who I was. and, And it was all routed and wanting to be around my father. So naturally, I continued to do so. And started to gain an admiration, of course, for him, but also an understanding for the hard work that this industry is. That really started to shape and mold me because I was thinking, why is my dad never around? And it turns out it wasn't because he was an absentee absentee father, which I never thought, but it was because he was always working. And I really grew to respect that, especially as I turned 10. And he got a much bigger warehouse with two loading docks and a beautiful washroom and a nice showroom. And now I'm 12. And I'm out there and I'm sweeping the floors and I'm putting tables and chairs back where they're supposed to be. And now I'm 15 and I've got my first job. I live in Rochester, so all my friends, most of my friends, I should say, they all worked at Wegmans and they worked at, you know, the bigger bigger things around Rochester. But for me, I was just going to work with my dad. Five o'clock morning, somebody called in. We got to go set up this tent. And gosh, what am I doing? I'm getting woken up by my father at five o'clock in the morning. So all of those kind of really young experiences led into me turning 16 me having the opportunity to drive and basically telling my dad, hey, listen, I really, wanted, I really want to understand what's going on. And let me tell you what, he did not give me any leeway. Nope, you're going to stay here. You're going to clean the warehouse. Nope, you're going to stay here. You're going to wash dishes. Nope, you're going to stay here. And he put me through the paces. Shortly after my 16th birthday, he ended up purchasing a different warehouse, much larger. I want to say that he went from a 5,000 square foot warehouse with two loading docks to a 20,000 square foot warehouse with one loading dock. And that's when I really start to have some more of my serious or major memories because as a 16-year-old, here I am for the first time trying to take my step forward, trying to show that I can be a man, that I can do these different things. So on a personal level, I have a really, really deeply deep sense of pride and joy when I refer to the tent rental industry because it made me the person who I am. I was able to then, of course, eventually get myself on the road I was starting to figure out that, hey, I'm pretty good at this. I'm really good at swinging a sledgehammer. I'm an athlete in, in high school. My buddies would come up and work with me as well. So I was, I was physically very fit coming out of the summer, preparing for soccer, preparing for lacrosse, which is a very popular sport where I live. And all of a sudden, my friends are starting to take notice that here I, I'm turning into a young man. And some of my peers were saying, geez, you know, what are you doing? So they, of course, started to work with me as well. So now I've got this really fond experience working for my father and learning and becoming you know, a young adult. The admiration of some of my friends because I've got some money. You know, I'm working very hard. I'm starting to physically turn into a different individual. And they caught wind. So now I'm hanging out with my best friends, my lacrosse buddies, my football buddies, my soccer buddies. And we're all sitting here driving trucks, driving vans, going out all through the county, swinging sledgehammers, getting a tan, getting jacked. And it was this really fun, crazy little experience that I had as as a young adult. Now, fast forward a little bit to me being 20 years old. At this point, when I'm coming back from college in in the wintertime, I'm in the office. Didn't want to be in the office, really didn't like the office work. I liked the physical aspect of it, but my dad said, no, you need to learn what this business is. 
So going back to being 8 and 10 and 15 and 16 and 17, he never gave me more than I could do. And it was always so frustrating because I thought I could do more. I thought I could do more. But turns out he knew better. 20 years old, I finally get my first taste of the office. I'm answering phones. I'm doing HR. I'm doing payroll. I'm doing AR and and AP related work. I'm really getting a full scope of what this business is and what it does. And now all of a sudden we're kind of in that financial crisis, that 2008 you know, financial crisis. So there's a lot of really tough times that we had during that, a lot of sacrifices that we had to make as a family. You know, I was really, really aware of this and it was, it was extremely, in, it, was, it was acute. You know, I just, I could really sense it. I could really feel it because when I was in high school, my dad's business was doing well. And although he didn't really pay me, he still paid me. And of course, now I'm 20 years old trying to make some money when I'm back from school in winter. And he says, hey, I can't do it. You got to help me out. And that's perfect. Because that was my first taste of what it's really like to understand what sacrifice it takes to be a business owner and what that looks like to everyday Americans. We didn't have any money. We couldn't buy anything. We had to be super frugal. We had to be stringent on everything that we did. But guess what? We pushed through exactly how we were supposed to. Fast forward. I'm now 21. It's just the next year. Both of his warehouse managers, one left the state, one went to a competitor. Next man up is me. It was my first opportunity for a real leadership position, so I jump into the warehouse manager role. It was terrible. I was struggling all the time. I was working 80 hours a week. I had both my cell phones. I wasn't sleeping. I probably lost 20 pounds. It was really just a very challenging portion of my life, and I ended up doing that for the next 18 months before I ended up leaving my dad's business and getting into the payroll, HR, human capital management world. The reason I left was because I told my dad, hey, I've been your warehouse manager, I've been your office, I've been your delivery, I've been your road crew, I've been absolutely everything that there is here. I need to get a higher or greater sense of what business is. And he gave me my blessing and I left for a different career field. I ended up having some other experiences there that completely took me outside of the tent and event rental world. But when I came back, I had a new job, I could work from home, so I went to my dad's office and I took out a new role. And this was as a business operations manager. This role was very, very different than the logistical aspect of warehouse. I had inside and outside sales needs. I was doing strategic planning. I was doing financial planning. I was hiring. I was working on process improvement. It was really an unbelievable experience because I still had a full-time job, but in those offset hours, I was able to do another 40-hour work week and turn myself into a much more formidable business individual and really learn quite a bit. Now, of course, that's just my backstory. At that point, I'm 24 I have a different job. I no longer work for my father. Now there's a different situation where I'm thinking to myself, I've worked in this field for four years now, not anything to do with, excuse me, 25. I was 25. I've now not been working for my father for several years. Gosh, I was 26. I'm so stupid. And now I want to get back into this. I want to buy the business. So I crafted my own business, which was a consulting firm. And the consulting firm was set up specifically to be what became the parent company of his tent rental business. That took me in a completely different direction. I ended up using my skill set to reach out to another one of my friends from college who started a rental business in a different part of the country. And for the next two years, I deployed all of my tactics and skills and ideas, and I watched them unfold as I helped my friend from college take his three-tent business to a 50-tent business, uh, mid-teens number in terms of revenue to you know, six figure, like high middle six figure revenue streams in just a matter of a couple years. 
And I was doing so making a very little bit of side cash with the concept that I was going to take that money. I was going to apply it to my father's business. I was going to buy it and I was going to be the new owner. It was going to be the second generation of this business. Like all businesses, there are life cycles. This life cycle happened to come to an end for me. My father had previously approached other business owners to get rid of his own business. He was looking to sell and rightfully so. He's now 71. This was just last year. He had the opportunity to meet with another local business, great individual, still operating the business today, very fine gentleman, really, really do like him and have a lot of respect for him. And this individual essentially offered my dad more money than I could. And that's what it came down to. It was a business decision. It was not a family matter. And although that was a really tough conversation for me and it was hard to swallow, that's exactly what happened. So that leads me to today. I'm still passionate. I'm still hungry. And I still want to be involved with this industry. And I found the best way that I could do something about that is to let some of my mental capacity go into this podcast. Again, I'm not going to be pushing this out to the masses, but it's really important that I tell you, I don't have a tent rental business right now. I have a full-time job. I've got a beautiful wife. I've got two dogs. That takes up all of my excess time. But sometimes during the day, like right now on lunch, I have an opportunity for an hour just to speak and talk a little bit about what I want to do. Now, that's my backstory. The next phase or the next chapter in my life is to work a little bit with this podcast. And I'm really looking to take this podcast and present it or project it out to those individuals who are interested in getting started and don't know what they're doing. Those folks who have just started and maybe have some questions and are looking for an outlet. And potentially to take a look at some of those individuals who have what I'll call a medium-sized business where maybe there's four, five, 10, 15 employees Maybe you're doing just under a million dollars a year, and you also, as a small business owner, are just looking for another outlet, another avenue for listening, for, gosh, anything that you could think of. It could be venting, it could be listening, it could be learning, it could be learning a quick little trade and quick little tool, and that's really what I'm going to be going for with this. In the future, I really, really would like to have some of our industry leaders in for interviews. I'm going to be talking about different products. I'm going to be talking about different services. I am not endorsed by anybody, so these are my opinions and my opinions alone. I will do everything in my power not to slander anybody, but I am not a professional as it comes to podcasts, so if my words come out the wrong way, please know that there is no ill intention to anybody or anything or any product or any service. It's just that I'm speaking from the heart. I don't have a bullet point. I'm just going. Lastly, I want to say thank you so much. I know this is just an introduction, but I wanted to just basically say... For the next few minutes, I want to talk about what else I want to do with the podcast. And of course, moving forward, I'd really love you to subscribe. Give me a couple listens. Let me filter and sort through some of these thoughts as I start to put them on paper and start to go through and make these presentations to you because I'm really, really interested in taking this to another level and eventually, I should say, taking this to another level and using this as a platform to communicate, grow our industry, and make everybody stronger. The next little bit that I want to talk about is what I would like to talk about in the future. I right now have a kind of general uh, outline for several podcasts. So this is the first, but right now I have up to four different locate, uh, four different points I want to get to. And each one of those points is going to be their own podcast. So again, if you wouldn't mind, please keep me in mind. Please listen to two. Please listen to three. Please listen to four. That's what I've got so far. I'll be getting those out to you here shortly. And I really just want to say thank you so very much. If you do come across this podcast and you would like to reach out to me, my information is on the podcast itself. 
please email me. I would love to chat. And eventually, if we get to that point, I would love to have you on as an interview, not only to hear your story, because I think there's a cultural aspect that we need to understand with this industry, but also if you're a product owner. If you're an innovator in our industry, I'd love for you to come on, for you to talk about your product, why it's great, what it's doing to change and make our lives better. And of course, we're going to have some really fun stuff that we're talking about too. Some of these podcasts will be stories. Some of these podcasts will be reviews. Some of these podcasts will be me talking about what I think you need to do as a brand new individual in this field. So again, my name's Paul. This is the Tent and Event Rental Industry Podcast. Thank you so much, and please come back.